Tony, we were in. I just moved my chair up. Um, was watching um, that Towie program the other day. Uh, again. again, another episode. I tell you, I think you like it. I don't like it. It's so that I, I can get wound up about it. Um, it's there was, there was some advertising in it. It right. was in the opening scene. It was in the op- opening like product placement. Yes, there's, and uh, just watching that, something's just happened that's reminded me of it. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll hit it the, the actual thing, but they're advertising. I tell you what, I'll give you a challenge, right? Okay, your Visa, you have the company, right, and you want to put some product placement in Towie. What what do you do, or what do you think would be suggested? Using a Visa card. Oh yeah. Well, you well in it. I mean, it's you guessed it. I thought it was going to take long, but the, the point's still the same. Okay. In it, right at the very beginning, one of the girls was using a chip and pin card. Right. Just slotting it in. Said Visa on the thing. Puts a pin number in. Pays for drinks. Leaves. What the fucking hell is that all about? So did it have like close up of you yes. and stuff like that? I mean that's that's snidey, isn't it? Yeah. That's really snidey. I mean I before product placement came in, I was sort of, you know, thinking, oh this is gonna be really shit and stuff. But I quite enjoy watching it because we watched Coronation Street. I quite enjoy watching it and then trying to spot what it is. Because that um, little thing at the beginning of episodes the helps you out, doesn't it? PP, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Helps yeah. you out. Um, but uh, you see, I think it started initially with like uh, your judges on the X Factor, where they'd be drinking Coke or something, so you'd have Coke written on the thing, right. and you think it would just be like that. But it, it, you're absolutely right; it's like there's, it's more to it than that. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure the other day because um, the, they were uh, singing uh, Denis Denis by Blondie, Blondie yeah. on Emmerdale, and I'm thinking, is that product? Placement? <laughs> is that the product placement? <laughs> No, anyway, well, we have just finished. You let that cat out. Let the cat out the door. I don't think it's wanting to go. It just wants to meow. Yeah. Meow and look outside. Fine. Right. Um, actually, it's probably seen the rain. And thought, yeah. nah, not for yeah, me, though. Not for me, though. So, um, yeah, we've just watched that Apple's one, the Apple guy. What is it called? The Wonderful World of Mr. Appleby? It's called The Orderly World of Mr. Appleby. Oh, right, okay. Which you would have known if you'd not been insisting on calling it apples before. Yeah, I'd, j- I'd lost it because it's apples for me. There's, uh, it's introduced by Dahl. But not written by him. But not written by Dahl. I think we've come to the end of Dahl's writing, haven't we? I think we have, yeah. yeah. I think uh, he does appear again, actually next series yeah we've only got after this there's one more episode and then it's season three that's right so well look anyway before we uh, go any further let's have the theme tune and then we'll start talking about this episode right we're back so that's uh, this is the episode apples and uh, it's uh, it's a short story written by Stanley Ellen, now you mentioned this one back in the the one about the Marjorie Harger. Yes, the Marjorie uh, Harger yeah. whiskers. Whiskers, and then you you said you, th- you thought you might have heard this the oyster story on yeah. on the tales, and you did. You quite rightly did. Oh, I haven't said what we're doing. We're a podcast it, of tales of the tales of the tales of the unexpected. Expected. The unexpected tales about unexpected tales of the tales of the unexpected. Expected. 
tales. Now, that's what our podcast is about. We watch the episodes, we don't review them, we just talk about them. And probably other things that might, um, might whatever come to mind as a result. comes into us, Ed. Like episodes of TOWIE at the moment. <laughs> Which is, uh, the only way is Essex. Now, for me, that's the it's name of the show. placement. I tell you... It, are you, well, are you are you on commission or what? No, well, we're currently not sponsored by anybody. So, oh, right. to be honest, um, you know, we've got however many listeners, like 11 teen listeners. Um, I think we could just say we're sponsored by somebody and then it'd sound great. Well, why don't we get sponsored by um, Slippy Shoes? Soft Soul Sandals. Soft Soul Sandals. Okay, Soft Soul Sandals. So, uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Soft Soul Sandals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now then, um, now Roald Dahl tells his uh, oyster story, Yeah. but he starts off by saying, I wonder how many women could would murder their men, husbands' men, if they could guarantee getting away with it. Yeah. Right, and he says, it's, it's, it's always, so here's an idea, I'll give you a plan. If that's what if that's what you're thinking, uh, but why does he make this gender specific? I wonder. Well, I don't know, but also, I mean, it obviously links in with the story. But why is he giving? What on earth is he giving us uh, ways to murder people? What's that? Do you think it's? Do you think it? I don't think it's right. I wonder if it'd work. But I mean, it sounds convincing. I mean, it? it sounds really well thought about. So the plan so, is. Yeah. You buy 12. I don't really think you have to buy 12, to be honest, but this yeah. is what, what he claims. You bury one in a potted plant for yeah. a period of time. Mm. I, I, and I guess that's to, so it goes off. Yeah, almost, I yeah. suspect so. Then you put one drop of the juice of it. The, the, yeah, you dig it out. Dig it out, yeah. And, and then get a drop of the juice. And where do you put that? On top of anything. On top of anything. So, so why would we get 12? Maybe it's drop them on the others. So keep them in fridge for 12 weeks. So then they're going to say, I've only got five, you've got six. <laughs> yeah, this isn't right. Mate, well, that's why this didn't ever happen, because it was so complex. <laughs> and, and in the end, women just got so angry with this, this yeah, bit of advice. Just got the knife out and binked them. Yeah. That's it. So what, having heard this... Intro. I thought, well, I'll watch this uh, story because Roald's got a bit of form for telling the stories that have nothing to do with yeah. what follows. What he then says is, after he's told that story, he's now watch this. Yeah. So I thought, I'll see if there are oysters in it then. Yeah, there are none. Of course. Okay. And that story there is about a, a lady killer, but he introduces it now. A lady killer? No, a man killer. A husband killer. Yeah, a husband killer. A person who kills their husband. It, with oysters, with right? Oysters. Now this, then, he narrates... He, we, we then cut to outside of a shop. Shop's just getting ready for opening. Not opening in the morning, I mean opening, grand opening sort of yeah. thing. In the past, he's had lots of wives, and he disposes of wives, and he disposes of his shops in equal measure, and then he moves to a different town and does the same. Right, that's his, that's his thing. So he looks like, and that's the setup, isn't it? Is yeah. that he's a wife killer? And we've got that right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. There's so, no arguments. So we're thinking, you know, what is the twist? What is going to be the unexpected thing? Well, we've already got a killer. It was, it was unmasked yeah. right so, at, the, at the outset. Yeah, he's told us that people would would kill their partners. Then he's told us that this is one of them. So let's let's go into the story. Now, well, then. I've got to say, 
American style music. I, I yeah, it's a, there's like a little bit of uh, 1920s jazz swing. There's violin in there, did you think? I don't know. I'm think, yeah, possibly thing. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's trumpet. It wasn't trumpet. Uh, So are we thinking? Because it doesn't look like it's America. It looks very English. And also, no, you're right. Everything that follows is very English. English, but it doesn't look like it was set in the eighties. No. So you think that rather than it being American style music, that's to indicate it's America, it's indicating it's the twenties. The twenties. Yeah. Jazz. Jazz. Jazz time. Jazz scene, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with that. Now, um, as the our lead character, Mr. Appleby, is setting up his shop, for it is his shop, it's an antique shop, Roald Dahl continues to narrate and says that he doesn't like getting rid of his stuff. He can't bear parting with his antiques. Yeah. So... It's a strange oh. morality that Apples has got, I've got yeah. to say. It it's, is. Yeah, uh, and and later he sort of holds forth a little bit more on yeah. on on his morality of uh, shopping. Yeah, so here's here's the first example of this. A woman approaches the shop. First of all, she walks under a ladder that the sign writer's using, and the ladder man says, "The sign writer man says, uh, don't you're not superstitious, then, darling, or whatever he says." And she says, "Fuck off!" What does she say? I didn't write this down. Well, she says something now, not on your life. She then lights up a ciggy and she walks into the shop. And um, so she looks like she's pretty well-to-do, like the look of it. We've already known that this guy's potentially a bit of a wife-killing gold digger. So could this be our next victim, this walked into the shop? That's that's what you would think, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. So that's well. That's where I was at this stage. So she goes in and she sees this awful statue type thing. Oh, vase. Vase. Sorry. Yeah. But it's like it's really chintzy, horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Nasty. It, you'd have to go some way to create that by accident, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I think. You know, when 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 people make these things, do they sort of think, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or do they think, oh, Jesus, maybe I can offload that, I don't know. Yeah, well, th- this has ended up in his... So, uh, so how, do, how do antiques people work? Do they buy stuff to sell it, or do they just generally, acquire it? Generally, but right. he... Well, I don't know how to might get it, but, I mean, he doesn't seem to want to sell anything. Well, he doesn't, and, and now his excuse is that he's not selling anything, on because she says, no, I want it. And he says, I want I'm, to buy it. Yeah. Someone I love. That's but but that's what she says the next day. She says it this time. Oh, did she says it this time? She yeah. says it twice. Yeah. Oh, right, I missed that. Okay, but what she's she's not allowed to buy it because his excuse is we're not actually open until tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just getting everything ready. And as she's as she's holding this vase up in the air, she flicks some ash on the rug, the rug that he's using to hold to like on one of the things. And he goes, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Um, and she says, and she's as pomp- she's pompous, and he's OCD, mm. the pompous and the OCD. That's what this is. Is, you know, is, that, is that a film title? Yeah, it's a film title. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so she drops this on the rug, and he says, and then she says, "Are oh, you?" And because he kicks off, you're really attached to this rug, aren't you? Then, then that's it. So there's a bit of school ruggery. School ruggery. School ruggery. School ruggery. Nice. Oh, I miss that. I miss yours. Right. Okay. Um, and then because well, yeah, readers, listeners, 
watch out for that, I would say. Yeah, school ruggery, yes. And that rug uh, is is not the last time we'll see that rug, right? That's, that's, okay. that's what I'm meaning. Yeah, Ra- what... Rather than my poor wordplay, it yeah. was the impact. Yeah. The, the rug I was the, highlighting. Yeah. The rug is part of this. Now then, my friend would have loathed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she indicates... And this is not. This is the first time. It's not the only time, but this is the first time that she indicates she has quite a bit of money, a bit of wealth. Yeah. Um, and that eventually, if she, she said it a couple of times, that or rather uh, insinuated that, that's interested him. Is this the next day? Uh, no, the next day is the next the next bit. All right. Okay. Okay. So that's interested him, but then. That is it. It's cut to now. Is next day is in his office because she said she's going to come back. Isn't she says she's going to come back when the store officially opens. And he's got a demand for payment, hasn't he? Yes, he's got a demand for payment, and he's dealing with it in his study. Uh, I couldn't actually read it. But no, yeah. no, I had to, to sort of concentrate yeah. on it, but it seemed to be that sort of thing. Yeah, and that fits in with what Roald's told us. That's that right. He never sells anything. That's right. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's not making money basically. Yeah. So he asked. So the. I would suggest his not motive for killing, but what he's gaining out of killing is he's able to carry on living um, and without not selling without anything. selling anything. Yeah, so yeah, it's, a, it's an odd business. I don't think Alan Sugar would take this proposal up as a as an investment opportunity. I think he'd fire him. You're fired, right? Uh, but actually, he's his own boss at the moment, so nobody's firing him. Um, <laughs> she she then tinkle tinkle the shop doorbell goes off. She then comes in. Yeah. Oh no! Wait there. Oh yeah. No, no. She does. Yeah. She comes in. It's, it's grand opening day. She then inquires about the vase. Is it still it, there? And he tells her it's not for sale now. Now she says how much, and he goes, "No, it's not for sale." But he invites her into the back. So they go into the back of the shop. Yeah. Now Roald says he doesn't like parting with stuff, and now he's going to tell her what what his reasoning for that is. Yeah. Now he says. Oh, by the way, first of all, he's remembered a name, and that's impressed her. Yeah. He's remembered a name. And what she says at this point, for the second time, is that he's like her dad. Yes. Like her father. Yes. Yeah, which again will not be the last time. No. Um, he says that he only sells objet d'art. Now, I wrote that down as, um, as objet, you know, how you would say to spell it, but D apostrophe uh, A R T, you know, so yeah. it's French. But that for me looks more like object of art. So, but what he's saying is that that's. I don't think his definition is correct. What's object object object? What's object darling? What it is is a small decorative or artistic object, typically typically when regarded as a collectible item. So it's collectible. So right, okay. So it's uh, so that's what he sells now. In order for her to be responsible for buying that, she has to prove that she's a worthy buyer or owner because what he sells has got to go to a good home it's almost trustworthy like he's, and he's, he's, it looks like his kittens or something like that yeah he's like vetting them before but he, what but what as I said earlier what curious morality is it that ridiculous. you would not sell an inanimate object to someone who you thought might not look after it but you would kill in order <laughs> <laughs> in order to preserve that inanimate object yeah, that's that's very strange. Thinking. Yeah, this is like um, in Tawi. Right? <laughs> um, there's the the latest story was that there was a girl who had cheated on her boyfriend. Right. right now, then that boyfriend found out about this. They've since split up, 
but he still loves her. So what he does is he gets in touch with an old friend of his and an old friend of hers, mutual friend, and says and texts her and says, "Need I, could we meet up because I want to discuss." What's happened here? I'm, I just don't know what to do. I'm, so I'm he's really... arranging to meet the friend, the friend, mutual yeah. friend, mutual friend, to get some advice. Right. She meets him outside a coffee shop in broad daylight, but they're spotted. Now it goes back to their tittle tattle friends who say she shouldn't have met him. She shouldn't. Have, she shouldn't have met up with him. That's that's that, he's mugged her off and stuff. He's bang out of order. And I just thought you've cheated on the boy, and yet you're bothered that he's going to advice that that was the wrong thing and that's bullshit my friend <laughs> and that's what that's sort of what this i don't know where the link is but uh it's um yeah it's the wrong it's the morality it's the morality is yeah. yeah okay i'm not going to sell you this because you don't look trustworthy but i would be prepared to kill you in order to finance my life <laughs> i have to sell it <laughs> exactly now, this is the part where I actually wrote down this doesn't look like the 80s. So, uh, and again, the... the, the you were very perceptive. Yeah, yeah. The, I'd, um, I'd, I wanted to make this point because what he's... Because what are they both wearing? Yeah, and she's not got the eye makeup on. No, that. that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the uh, last one, yeah. She Easton. What they're both wearing is... Uh, and, the yeah, sorry, the reason I've written this down, written this down is because... Those antiques, they look like antiques from now, but they might have only been like yesterday's things. Yeah, they'd be current. They were currents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would sell them as currents, wouldn't you? They're not antiques. But anyway, mate, this story, I don't know when this story was actually written, but um, maybe there was a little bit of TV, what do they call it, poetic license there, yeah. just, to, just to make it work. But it's an interesting point, that, actually. Yeah, so, and again, another comparison here to her father. Who she says, because she says that he dresses like him. Yeah. But if you think about it, that's not going to be that unusual, because in the 20s... They would have dressed like that. Everybody did, didn't yeah. they? My, I've got pictures of my granddad dressed like that, but I don't think he was involved in the crime. Yeah, more conversation about... Uh, money, the fact that she's got it and she's she can do something with it. However, um, uh, she's also clearly trying to form a bit of a relationship. I think they both are. He's quite hesitant in this. Yeah, well, what she says is that she's looking for a man who would devote himself to her and make the memory of her father a living thing. Now, she's already dropped three hints that is like her father. That she would like a man like her father, and uh, that she wants... And he's like her father. And that she wants a bit of a relationship, and she's got a bit of cash. There's loads of kind of like, come on, I'm available, I'm ready, I'm ready for available. She's she's showing out, isn't she? She's showing out with a big pointy boobs. Because she has big pointy boobs. Does she? I I I don't know. She had big pointy boobs. Now then... Then, cut. It is, we found out... The, it doesn't come up at the bottom and say three days later. We found this out through dialogue later. But it, it's three days later, she's trying to get in the door. It's night time. And he runs to the door. Yeah. And he's all a bit panicky. Yeah. They're both a bit panicky, actually. They come inside the store. So, so it makes it seem like that, that, that sort of discussion that they had about 
the, the husband devote himself. Yeah. It seems like it was some real overt courtship. A, a, it was a question. It was, right. yeah, here's yeah. the situation. Not only was she showing out, she was saying, so what do you think? So what do you think? So Which... I'll come back in three days, or I'll come back later. Yeah. It just so happens and that... And they both taken it like that. Yes. But I, I didn't. As I say, I, no. knew she, I knew she was sort of... But, you know... Yeah, because now, if we're led to believe all the, the chronology here, it's five days after they first met. Yes. Right? So, goes into the store, and then she... Makes her way to the back room, and it's all all of a tither. <laughs> Going to the, bumping into each other by accident on yeah. purpose, sort of thing. It's really bizarre. And then she sits oddly behind the desk. She kind of lowers herself in as if it's a nice warm bath with the big pointy boobs. <laughs> Sits behind the desk. So it's not the, merely the fact that she's behind the desk that's odd. It's the way that she actually she sits. sits. Oddly. She gets comfortable, and then there's this continuing conversation about, well, you know when I came in the other day and didn't ask a question? That was a question. And he sort of says, and again, I'm abridging, but, yeah, I got the fact that that was a question, and I'm ready with my answer. Yeah. You have found the person that you've been looking for. Think about it, it's me. And then... He sidles his way. That's what he does. He sidles. He does sidle. I, I saw some yeah. sidling. Yeah, there was a, I, I, I recognise. Yeah, him, so. there's a sidle. If I've seen a sidle, it was then. <laughs> sidles, gets down on a knee, and I'm thinking, no. He doesn't get on her knee. No, he gets on one knee, his knee, <laughs> and I'm thinking, no, he's going to do this. He's going to, he's going to ask the question. What's her name? Mavis. Hold on, I was just I was just sorting the cat out there. Yeah. As, Is uh, her name Mavis? Oh God, Martha. Martha. Get in. Martha. Martha. Right, Martha. I was right. Good. Will you marry me? And so, I wrote down with massive question marks here. Marry. Well, I put proposals exclamation mark because mm. I was genuinely shocked. What were we talking? Five, five, five days. Five days. Marry. So. Cut to, we're about 10 minutes into this, 11, 12 minutes into this. So, you see, I'm understanding it from his point of view, because he's obviously looking for somebody to kill. <laughs> yeah. In order to... Also, we're led to believe, yes, yes, yes. So he doesn't have to sell his vase. Yeah. And he's already Because he wants that vase. <laughs> and he's already got a bill. He's got right. a bill, a nasty bill. So I can understand it from his point of view, but I'm thinking, what is it from this woman? Because she's, she's sad... I agree, that's a good point. She's never been married. No. So, one is thinking that from that sort of time, she won't be experienced in the ways of love. Maybe she's she's just a bit of a... I don't think they were like that in those days. I think they were like that in those days. Some were. I'm not sure. Anyway, so, she's she's been saving herself all this time. And I'm thinking, what's she rushing in for? Well... It looks it, it looks like that decision is cemented when they go and see the executive, the solicitor, sorry. Who looks exactly like if you rang somebody up and said, send me an actor who looks like a solicitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a Charles Dickens-style solicitor, yes, he isn't is. he? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like that you'd see in, I don't know, that what Charles Dickens, not Christmas Carol, but like, they'd be, they'd be called like Grimshaw's. Grimshaw's papers. papers, yeah. Um, uh, great expectations. Yeah, so, yeah. Solicitor, solicitors. There's a, there's a, there's one in that. Um, Jaggers. 
Shaggers. <laughs> Jaggers. 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 Um, yeah, but it's basically, it's, what do they call it, stereotypical, Yeah. you know, somebody like that, executive. But that's how it must be, you know, in, in sort of casting. Gotta areas, be. That's how people must be filed, must not it? Gotta be. And, and some of it must be quite offensive. Well, this is what we've said this before, that oh, if somebody, if somebody is, uh, needs to be a fat person... And you have to go to a fat. You you would you would say, you know, right? This this you need in order to do this. You need you need to have had like rada experience, and be fat. Um, <laughs> you you've got both of those things. So off you put. You know, you've got to be tactile about it. So, but, but if he's not fat, not that there's going to be that at all. But no, he's not fat. He's absolutely bang on for solicitor. an old, old solicitor, isn't he? Now. They're in the office, which is a family-run solicitor's because his son works for him as well as a, a clerk. And uh, is that right? I've got that right, haven't I? Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I reckon so. Because yeah. he, he comes in, doesn't he? he in, yeah. So Mavis is in already, and uh, she, she's waiting. I guess she's having a chat with Grimshaw about the... I've got all these names wrong. Haven't it's I? Martha. Martha and Grimshaw. Gainsborough. Martha is the woman. She's in Gainsborough's office... The solicitor, yeah, and and he's he's sort of questioning her a bit about. Are you sure this is a bit soon and stuff? And she's now I found the guy, found him. I want this man. I want that man. Yep, but London. Okay. Yep, and then she twerks on the sofa, doesn't she? Which is with a big pointy boobs. Um, <laughs> I think, I, think I was missing some points here. Oh no, she didn't twerk. That's right. That was just me. You no, know, so, what happens is apples comes in. Then apples comes in. Brought in by the son. Son, who I'm, I'm wanting to call Dominic. I don't know if I'm imagining. Like oh no, he's in fact called Dominic. Oh right, <laughs> right, okay. So um, who, who then, for no reason whatsoever, lingers? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah. Not, it's not yeah. a plot point at all. <laughs> and old man Gainsborough. For it is he. He says you can go now. And he goes out. Yeah. What's the... That's wasted dialogue and wasted film. I'll tell you what I like. This is this uh, a nice bit of wasted... Oh, not wasted, but it's like pointless. Have you been married before? And he says, yes, I have. And then the solicitor goes, have you been divorced? And he says, oh, God, no. And he's like, all right, that's great, that's great. And infers that... No, no, he's, he's, the wives he's had have died. They've all died? Yeah, but, which, is, which is fine, but why is the solicitor really happy that his wives have died? And that's the reason why he's marrying again. Anyway. I would have thought, to oh. be honest, further inquiry would have been made. Yes, absolutely. Because this solicitor is not going to be one who, for reasons of saving his relationship has had to give up cross-examination. <laughs> That's right. Regular <laughs> listeners will know that this has happened to me. Well, it, it's, it's, there's a question here, or rather a statement here, about already she's decided to change her will and put things in your favour. Then Appleby goes, That's wonderful! Yeah, I was, I was waiting for like the explanation as to what he really meant, <laughs> yeah. rather than that was But no, he's just sat there <laughs> like a dick, going, That's wonderful... Grimshaw or Gainsborough, whatever his name is, turns around and and looks. Is like, have I just heard you say that? <laughs> Are you actually kidding me right now? Anyway, the next scene is, we'll let that cut out. Just it's just the rain, mate. The next scene is then that um, the wedding, the wedding itself, yeah. Um, and they did. So uh, first of all, solicitors have been invited to the wedding, and as they're walking out, he just he. 
with, says again with Dominic with Dom I still think this is too hasty yeah he's still complaining about it and the son goes that's love that's what it's all about that's what the kids are doing and we find out from Dominic that apples won't get a penny until she dies yeah that's <laughs> The that's right. that's this exactly, yeah. So he's done that. Now then, they do a one of the things that I look for in films and TV programmes where a photograph is taken and then you see a snapshot of the photo. But you see it from our view, looking at them looking at a photographer and not the actual photograph itself. It's a, I've mentioned it before, yeah. but uh, this one, a photograph is taken where they're looking off camera at the photographer... And the snapshot we see is the photograph that was taken. So thumbs up, thumbs up to Toto. Now then, um, this is three weeks later now. Um, And um, he says he's off to the shop. Yeah. Now, she's lounging around in a... I've written lounging. Yeah, negligee. Uh, probably, yeah. It's so silky thing, isn't it? Yeah, but this is where I spotted a big pointy boobs. Uh Ah. And that could have been the widescreen. But it was, they were pointy. Yeah, and she's yeah. Is she smoking a fag as well? Yes, out of one of those little. She's smoking quite a lot in this because that gets mentioned about uh, her health, I guess. Um, she says he's, he says he's off to the oh, shop. You're going to the shop, and she says no, 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 don't go to the shop. Saying he's forgetting his promise to devote himself to her. Yeah. So she says, "Help me with my crossword. Yeah. I'll make you a sandwich." Because. Because then. Because a, a husband who only soft boiled eggs. Is never going to satisfy me. Now there's there's this week's advert. <laughs> the British egg campaign. For hard boiled eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's that's who we're working for this that's, week. That's who we, well The Hard Boiled Egg Society. Yeah. So the soft soul sandal isn't well, Maybe next week we'll be for the hard boiled egg society. <laughs> okay. oh, damn, we've upset two clients now. <laughs> Right, okay, when they're no money that they're giving us. Damn them. Yeah. Right, now. Once they sh- start paying, then we'll decide who we're doing. It, it, uh, yes, that's a good point. So, so it's open, it's up to you guys. Yeah. Hardboard hard egg society, yeah. soft shoe sandals. Whoever gets to us with the money first, this is your podcast. Just stop pissing around. We're busy men. Now then, she says, oh, she's basically saying, I want you to stay off work so you can keep me satisfied. She is, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She's on the phone in the next scene. She and she's saying, "I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine." What happens next is she walks back into the room and kind of slips on the rug. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's in slow motion. But it was before slow motion technology existed in in these cameras. So it's like a little like that stop motion sort of thing. Morph would have been better <laughs> like at slow motion. R- Ray Harryhausen. Yes, that's yeah with the skeletons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we have we discussed that before? What. The skeletons from Ray Harryhausen. No, we haven't, but everybody knows Jason and the Argonauts. Well, it's just that there are certain things that are sort of beyond criticism, it seems. <laughs> right. You're just not allowed to criticise <laughs> Yeah, you and I have discussed this before. <laughs> oh, we yeah, we've not mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is Stop Go Animation by Ray Harryhausen. It's shite, isn't it? Yeah. It really is it quite really bad. It really is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I can see that. I could see that as a child. <laughs> but it has to be lauded as the greatest thing on earth. Yeah. And just because it was the first of its kind. Yeah, which does it's not like, make it good, does no, it? No, it doesn't. No. 
Now, just because something's there doesn't make it right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, think, as, I think that's it, the moral. And as you know, this can be carried forward into films. Yes. There are certain films which everybody has to say they love and which is not very good. Shawshank Redemption. I was thinking more, whisper it, with male and I. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and I was meant to, as a student, love this movie. And I'm, Everybody's meant to love I've this. watched it about four times and don't get it. Don't get it. It's not funny. It's not clever. There are loads out there that you're, you're meant to like without question, with impunity. Yeah, it's, but I'm sorry. I, I would invite our listeners to send us lists of films that they think yes. you are required to like. Correct. Or, or anything else. Correct. We should remind them of the email address. Do we check the email address? We, we, we haven't. Lately, have we? We haven't lately. No. Okay, let's. Well, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's something like Tales of the Unexpected at Outlook.com. That's right. Perfect. She slipped on this rug in slow motion. Then she her hair's all out of place, and she says she's going upstairs. It, there's a close-up of him, and he drinks up his water and puts his glass down. And there's a really weird close-up of the glass. What? Why? I don't know why. Well... Don't understand that. Water glass does appear again. It does, but again, why is that? Which is that for the, because of what he does with it? I didn't know why that's what he was... I thought it was polish. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with that. Yeah. No, but, but, he, but it, there is another water glass incident, isn't there? There is, yeah, later on. Anyway, right, OK, now, one morning. We don't know if this is the next morning or... We do find out that her father had a glass of water at nine o'clock every night. So she's always doing this, then, yeah, compa- yeah. comparison. Okay. Oh. Also, he doesn't look very happy, by the way. This doesn't look like he's going his way, but go on, what was he doing about? She's, she's calling him to bed. Oh, and she does that. Arthur, yeah. I'm ready, Arthur. Yeah, slinky bed thing. Yeah, right. it's not good. So, now, one morning, we don't know if it's next morning or day after next morning or something like that, but the post comes. So he goes out to pick up the post. There's a... Postcard and something else, and he hides the something else behind his back. Looks like an envelope. An envelope, yeah. Now, he hands... She says, there's that the post. She comes down. He says, it's just a postcard. And then it's off her friend. The, so, one, the one that she bought the hideous vase, vase right for right at the beginning. Yeah. She, he hands her the, fo- the postcard, and then when she's out of sight, he then reads the letter. And the letter is demanding payment. Yeah, another remind. No, it's going to. It's now threatening legal action, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's a final demand, isn't it, for yes. rent on the shop, right? For rent on the shop. Yeah. But what's the problem here? Yeah, she said to him that she will basically keep him. Yeah. If so he says to her, "I need some cash to pay, pay rent, rent on the shop," because you know I've not been in. Yeah. So I've been looking after you. So our, our, yeah, this this is. I mean, they can have the conversations about well, you need to sell some stuff. Later, but this is really all about him saying, "Look, I'm in a bit of trouble here, and as you, my wife, could you help me out, please? Yeah, you're better off alive than dead right now." Right. So, she's always after sex, <laughs> more sex, and she also says because uh, they they go upstairs to bed. Yeah, and she has a, a really terrible like 
flamingo trimmed yeah. negligees, didn't she? Which, yeah. I don't know whether that was popular in those days, you know. Yeah, I mean, but she, she demand as I say, she's, she wants him to go to bed, but she, she mentions that she wants an improvement on... A distinct improvement. improvement on, yeah. on previous performance. <laughs> now, later on, the next day, the next night, wherever it is, it's some other time, he's playing solitaire. And he asks for some water. Yes. So, uh, when... Right, also, he says, have you... I don't know if he says, have you rang, or has Mr. Gaspones rung yet? What's his name? Gainsborough. Gainsborough. Has Mr. Gainsborough rung yet? Or, or have you rang him yet? Yeah. And she says, no, not yet. Right? But he asks for water. She goes up into the kitchen. Yeah. She, now, the, it's nice camera angle, this, because as she goes, you can see in the background, and she's filling up a water... You can see him come out of his chair, go into the hallway, bend down by the rug in the hallway that she slipped on in the earlier episode, and then she walks back out, almost like he's been caught red-handed, and says, Is that how the other ones died, then? <laughs> Is that what happened to the other wives that you've had? Rumbled. Right. What could she mean? Well, what we discover is that Solicitor Gainsfield has been uh, checking up and has found out that not only was there a previous wife, but there were three previous wives. It's true that uh, he's not divorced from any of them, but it turns out they're all dead. Yeah. And so this... uh, She's basically tricked him because she then reveals that her father murdered her mother. And she hates the father. She don't. She, she can't bear him. So what she's, she, what he did was the father, was, like polished the floor, so that the mum came downstairs, slipped on the rug, broke her ankles and neck, or something. I mean, again, I think I've said before how fragile people are. People are, yeah, in, just by in, falling in total. Yeah. Yeah, they easily die. I don't think people die that easily. <laughs> no, <laughs> but they're easy deaths, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So, so what she's saying is, what we think, me and, and Gainsflinch, we think that you've uh, read the case notes and realised that you could do that and get away with it. Okay, and that's what you've been doing. And then, um, so she, yeah, so she's basically trying to beat him at his own game before. she realises that or rather before he's able to kill her so what she's done is she's married apples in order to get revenge on her dead father yes that's right now while she's explaining all of this she's eating from a box of uh, ladies fingers (laughs) right now then uh, that is where my story from um, Product placement came in. Right. Right, the visa story at the beginning. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so that's where... So she's. Have you any more to say about nope, the ladies' fingers? No, I, I will in a minute. Right. Okay, but... Um, so, I've written down a word here. I can't read what that says. Apparently... Ah, oh, I think I was starting to write something. Apparently. It looks like right. arrangement to me. Arrangements. Yeah, it does look like arrangements, you're right. Here's the arrangement that she's had with Mr. Gainsurge. Right. right. He rings her... No, she rings him at quarter to nine every night. Yeah. And if she he doesn't sorry, if she doesn't ring, then he rings her about ten minutes later and speaks to her and then she just confirms everything is fine. 
Um, if if anything goes wrong, Mr. Grabfinch has got all the details, and therefore what she expects is Apples to devote himself to her for the rest of his life, and saying if he does that, she might just hand over some of the the evidence that uh, Groobsloft has got on him. Yeah. So then we have a telephone call, and she says that'll be Mr. Gribbranks, and. Sure enough, he walks over to the phone, picks it up. Yes. Have you got your lady's fingers story here yet? Oh, it's, it's coming. All right, go on. Um, yes? Y- yes. Uh, Appleby. I want to speak to Mrs. Appleby. Right. Uh, and he says she can't come to the phone right she, now. Yeah, she's... Why, why does he say that? I don't that? know, but now... Because where she is, actually... Like, she's on she's, the stairs, she's isn't she? She's on the she? stairs, yeah, yeah. She started to walk upstairs with the fingers, sorry. With, with the box of ladies' fingers. With the box of ladies' fingers. Which, I'm, you know, I've been holding off waiting for your story on this, right? But I find it odd that those biscuits are called ladies' fingers when they're in fact circular. The one was a rich tea, without any question. Maybe it's just one of those boxes that you keep storing biscuits in. Well, but I'd look at it, right? She'd got the paperwork like the in packaging. it, didn't she? That's a good point, yeah. So, so when, she, when I saw that it was called Ladies' Fingers, I was expecting... The Ladies' Fingers? Well, yeah, something shaped not necessarily like a lady's finger, but perhaps more like an oblongy, roundy thing. Because yeah. you can get rich teas that are a bit like that. Yes, yeah. and those neat, nice, nice knees. Yeah, thin. Uh, yeah, thinner. thins. A thinner one of that, yeah. without the sugar on. Top. Absolutely, yeah. Well, well, she ain't got those. She's got a box of other ones. There's a box of rich tea, aren't they? But, but yeah. uh, they say ladies' fingers. Don't forget that point. Yeah. So Gaines uh, Brinks says you've got ten seconds to get her on the phone. I've got a particular set of skills, <laughs> and I don't know who you are or what you want. No, he says you've got ten seconds to get her on the phone. Yeah, there is no suggest, no clarification as to what happens what, if he after the ten it. seconds. Yeah. So then he goes, oh, you better come down. She comes down the stairs. What happens? She slips on the, on the bloody mat. Now that is proper unexpected. Okay, because we thought we'd got to the unexpected bit. We thought the unexpected bit was she's beat him at his own game. Yeah. But no, there's a twist, there's a sting in the tail. I, I, I feel there's another one coming. Yeah, okay, because then she's died. Yeah. And guess what? A lady's fingers are all over the floor. He's been fingered. <gasps> and two. Yeah. So what's happened now? What does this mean then for him, Rob? Because well, she can't get to the phone, right? What uh, it means for him is made quite clear by Grubelschmark, who, down the phone line to him, says, your time is up. Now he's at it. Because now, although he's got away with these last three that he has, in fact, topped, this one... Accident, he's gonna hang for it. That's right. So, without even doing anything, he's been fingered. He has been well fingered. But what was he doing looking under the map to start with? When no, yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, I think the. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I thought it was polished and the. You know, for a slide here. Yeah. But it seems like, if you're saying that the cup of water was, that every now and then he puts a bit of water under the mat. But but I would have thought the mat would soak it up. Yeah. And not move. So had he started his his curious and devious plan then? Well, well, 
that that rugged obviously has seen that incident happen a few times before. That's that's why we're always told about the rug and why he's attached to it and stuff. Mm. It's that murder. Find the murderer. Find the weapon. We found the man. Oh, in it. Bless <laughs> <laughs> So they go find the weapon, find, find the man. Find the man. Yeah. And in this case, it was the, it was the rug, the rug in the hall, with the lady's fingers. Right, and that's it. That, then the credits roll. It, close up of his face. Sorry. Then the credits roll. Very shocked and stunned. Yeah, because he, he's had it. Because he didn't even murder her, and she's legitimately died being a nasty cow. But. It, he was going to murder her, yeah. right? So it's he's had his time. Yeah, that's it. Fair dues. Fair dues. He's got. He's just deserves. 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 <laughs> right. Good. Good one. Oh, well, we, we, I really like those ones where you think it's going in one direction. You think there was a twist, but no, here's the secondary twist. Yeah, it's the secondary twist syndrome, which I love. So uh, you know, we're in a we're in a theme here. I think. Yeah, uh, the a last rich, a rich theme. Yeah, the we had. Botty ball, which was just a tale. Then we've had a tale of the unexpected, and then we've had an unexpected tale of more unexpected. No, we've so botty balls, just a tale. Tale. Uh, Christmas, back for Christmas, which was like a. Uh, it was definitely unexpected. Yeah. And then this one was an unexpected twist on an already unexpected ending. Yeah. 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 Worked it out. That's the formula. That's the formula that works. And that, hopefully, is the formula that will take us to the last episode of season two Which in is, a fortnight's time. is called The Man at the Top, and it's about uh, some embroiled semen. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> some embroiled a, semen. A young semen who becomes embroiled in a fight with the man. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. It's been great. Um, we'll, uh, hopefully it's another good episode another kick killer to finish the season I, I think it is I think it's quite a good one right I, I, I won't remember I mean I do remember I, won't, I don't know what it is right let's, let's leave everybody to their evenings or days or whatever and uh, we'll see you in a fortnight's time see you in a fortnight's time ta-ra ta-ra